Hello friends, it's Jim Nance and it's my great pleasure to welcome you to Beyond the Clubhouse, a podcast hosted by my friend Garrett Johnston. He is a testament to one of the great things about this sport, the friendships that come from playing or even just talking about the game. And you're going to meet some of the characters that Garrett has gotten to know from this past decade plus that he's been covering the sport. You're going to hear from players, caddies, members of the media. You're going to get the storytelling, the golf news, the players' swing tips, and a whole lot of laughs. It's coming your way with this edition of Beyond the Clubhouse. Here's Garrett. All right, what's going on, guys? Got U.S. Open week this week. LACC going to host it for the first time. Everyone loves this week. One of my favorites, too. And one of the things I love about this week is just the everyman aspect, right? Who qualified? Who, who, who's this name at the top, right? We turn on the TV on a Saturday. We're like, wait, wait, who's this guy? Never heard of the, these players before that are up there with Rory and up there with Brooks Kepka. And that's part of this podcast. I interviewed the four qualifiers that made it through final qualifying in Maryland on Golf's Longest Day on June 5th. So these are four interviews I'm setting up with you. Just short, three-minute, four-minute interviews with the guys that got through. And, and three of them are amateurs, guys that you maybe wouldn't have heard of before. Isaac Simmons was co-medalist there. He He's a senior at Liberty University in Virginia. His dad was caddying for him that day, uh, Scott Simmons, and, and they had actually done it the year before. It was his second try trying to get through, and he made it through as a co-medalist. Pretty pretty cool deal. Only hit one fairway in his first round, which is wild. Uh, but a really fun story. Isaac Simmons mentioned to me that, hey, this is... This is a Father's Day opportunity. I want to pay my dad back by letting him caddy for me this week in the U.S. Open as well. Is because I've missed a few of these Father's Days in competing in junior golf and and uh, amateur golf over the years. So really fun story there. We're going to get into Isaac Simmons in just a minute. He'll be the first one. And the other one's co-medalist with Isaac was Carl Phillips. And Carl Phillips is actually coached by Colin Swatton. Of course, we know him from Jason Day. He used to caddy for Jason Day. He used to coach for Jason Day. Now you hear him on PJ Tour Live. Colin Swatton, actually, I texted him on Sunday night going into this U.S. Open and asked him, what's what's the plan? He said, hey, I'm going to caddy. I'm going to caddy for Carl. So he'll be back at it. He hasn't been to a U.S. Open since 2019, since Pebble Beach. So it should be interesting to see. He's so proud. He said, hashtag, hashtag proud coach uh, of what Carl has put into this. Um They've been working together for a couple years. So anyway, really fun story there. Hope you guys enjoy that with Carl Phillips. And then another amateur that got through in a playoff, he was one of the two guys to get a four-for-two playoff, was Michael Brennan. And Michael Brennan's from this kind of East Coast area, Leesburg, Virginia. He went all the way across country. Two years ago, he got an alternate spot, which got him in Torrey Pines, and he was able to practice, rub shoulders on the range with guys like Brooks Kepka. He saw Rory. He played with Patrick Rogers. I mean, it tasted real for him. But, you know, he, in the end of the day, he's there Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, then Thursday, and at the end of the day, he wasn't able to get in. So really an interesting story for him. He, obviously, he's in a different place in his career. He's not going to be as starstruck as he was back then, but still a really fun story. His brother, Sean, was out with them there in 2021. He was caddying for him. So here we are. Michael Brennan now finally does get through, and, and, and we hear the emotion on what it's like for him to actually punch the ticket and get to his first U.S. Open to actually play. He's got tea time this time. So we'll get into things here with Michael Brennan. And then the fourth player is also a really fun story. He's a pro, Sebastian Munoz. And he is on the Live Tour. You would have seen him. He's on the Torque team, which is uh, Joaquin Neiman's team. They just won, what, three weeks ago, the team aspect over there 
at Live DC, but he's got a great story because his wife, Daniela, is pregnant <laughs> this week. She's supposed to have a baby this week at the U.S. Open, I'll due on Monday at the U.S. Open, so pretty wild. And so I asked him, what's the plan? Like This is like Mickelson in 1999 and Pinehurst. So a lot to, to juggle for, for Sebastian Munoz, but he does talk about, this is, of course, the Monday on June 5th, he does talk about what it feels like to get through a qualifier again. This is the second time he did it successfully. He did it back in 2018 at the same course at Woodmont Country Club in Maryland. So just a lot of interesting perspective from these guys. Like what was their mentality that worked? They beat 60 players, right? It was four spots uh, among 60 players. How were they able to do it? So anyway, we're going to start with Isaac Simmons. He's an amateur from Liberty University, senior at Liberty University, and his dad, Scott, will be caddying for him at the U.S. Open, caddying for him to get through on golf's longest day as well. Here's Isaac Simmons on Beyond the Clubhouse. Here at the U.S. Open final qualifier in Maryland, Isaac Simmons, you get through uh, in your second try at this place, and you have your dad, Scott, on the bag. First of all, what's it like having Pops here to get through, punch your ticket to the U.S. Open? Yeah, it's nice. Um... Like, we're both really busy all year, so he doesn't get to watch me play too much. Um, and it's cool that, like, this is basically the one time a year he's caddying. So it's nice to play well um, when he's on the bag, yeah. Scott, for you, and to have your son out there and, and to see him get through to a U.S. Open, that's got to be rewarding, I'd imagine, right? It's it's unbelievable. Um, you know, watching him grow up, playing golf, you, you dream of moments like this for him and uh, for it to kind of happen and you know you, you don't really realize what's happening until really it's over and um it's just amazing uh, it really is i really don't have the words to describe it yeah and i remember seeing you out there on 10 just grinding throughout the day i mean this day almost becomes a blur after a while right it does and um you know i'm not a professional caddy by any means <laughs> i'm just dad but uh, you know i was really proud of the way we we stayed in the game and um i stayed out of his way when i needed to you know and i was able to um, talk to him the right way when I needed to and, and it really wasn't we were talking you know after afterwards that really didn't kind of even get nervous until the last hole at least I didn't and um, we were just so focused on it and um, it's just amazing that it worked out you were saying maybe I was a man like the whole back nine I was like it's funny how it works because like over the shot I'm not really nervous but just like kind of walking you know you got a lot of time to kill we're probably playing, we're actually hitting the shot 1% of the time we're out there. So that's a tough thing is just, you know, you got a 10 minute wait on a tee or you're walking up to a pot and like, you know, every shot's important and there's just a lot of time to think about it. So I, I was happy, did a pretty good job just trying to like, as cliche it is one shot at a time, not get ahead of myself. Um, and at this course, honestly, it's, it's actually really easy to do that because every shot, every hole so challenging. There's not a single hole out here that's, it's, it's, you know, like a lot of golf courses, there's, you know, a couple free birdies here and there. The par fives are tough. Uh, the short par fours are, the pins are tough. And then there's a lot of long par fours and tough par threes. So it's actually a good course really to kind of just one hole at a time. So, yeah, I mean, when the scores are like three or four under, obviously getting in, it's nice to, to kind of feel like, okay, I just need to hit the fairway and the green here instead of like, I got a birdie every hole. So I prefer that. And I think that kind of played into my hand. That's the style of golf I, I prefer, and so I'm fortunate that it worked out that way. And you're going to see more of that at the yeah. U.S. Open when you get there. What does it mean to be able to get a chance to go and play a U.S. Open to you, and then what players are you looking forward to seeing out there? Yeah, um, 
awesome like yeah i don't know if it's sunk all the way in yet uh, but it's just cool that like this is what we were practicing for um, this is what i was just gearing up the last couple weeks we missed nationals this year so it's maybe it was a blessing in disguise i had some time to kind of just reflect on a season i didn't play as good as i wanted to this year in college um, felt like my game was better than I performed. Um, so just had a little bit of time to kind of reflect on that and prepare for this. Um, and I felt really fresh coming in. Like I played a practice on Saturday and Sunday. Felt really prepared for today. Um, last year didn't quite feel the same because we were in Arizona and I was tired. And so, yeah, I'm just looking forward to now. Obviously, probably won't golf tomorrow. But just, <laughs> Why not? I'm tired. <laughs> But just getting back to it and just getting ready for a, a, a challenge because, um, yeah, and it's awesome to just be able to play against. I've, I've said this on a couple other things, but it was cool to play against some of the best players in the world, but it's going to be awesome to play against the very best and just see what that looks like, you know, see where my game stacks up. And at a U.S. Open, there's no better venue for that. Rom and Rory are going to be in some big company coming up here. Yeah, I mean, look, like by no means do I think that I'm there yet, but I think I'm on my way, and maybe I'll uh, put Michael Block, you know, put put the Michael Block narrative to bed and do something special myself. Great stuff. Well, Isaac Simmons gets through the U.S. Open. Scott Simmons, his dad. Big day uh, for the Simmons family. All right, Isaac Simmons there with his dad, Scott, as well. Really, really fun father-son combination. Of course, it's always Father's Day week at the U.S. Open, uh, finishing on a Sunday. But I love that they're going to be together and actually have Scott caddy for Isaac during the U.S. Open itself. So that'll be a fun part of it as well. Let's go to Carl Phillips, who, who's a senior at Stanford University. He's coached by Colin Swatton and really looking forward. He's going to have... Colin as his caddy. He said he told me actually in text message a couple days ago that Scotty Scheffler is the player he really is looking forward most to running into and meeting for the first time. So here's Carl Phillips when he qualified on the Monday before the U.S. Open golf's longest day. And with Carl Phillips, you make it through to your first U.S. Open three tries. What was the key to to getting it done today? I know you were close in the past in Florida. Yeah, um, I just stuck with it the whole day. Just tried to hang around. Um, I knew I was kind of there the whole day. Um, just needed to put it in the right place. If I got out of position, put it in play, give myself a par look, um, and let the birdies come to me. Um, that's something that definitely changed since my first two attempts was uh, I was trying to force it early um, the first couple times, and I just let the course come to me. Um, pretty stress-free today, honestly. Yeah, because I remember you had mentioned to me before, uh, 17 at the Bears Club um, just a couple years back. Yeah. You were right there. You kind of need to par in, but you made a double bogey. I mean, what what do you feel with your mentality, what you were able to do, to do today? What, what do you feel what you were able to draw on to, to work this out? Yeah, I mean, there were definitely times I could have been really aggressive today, um, and I just took my medicine and understood the situation. I mean, at Bears Club, I, I got really aggressive to a tuck pin and, you know, paid the paid the price for it. Um, and this time it was, it was a lot easier, you know, just I'm a little better. I can make better choices and uh, – I'm glad to see it pay off. Well, speaking of ta- uh, taking your medicine, you actually chunked a shot about 10 yards out of the thick rough on 10 uh, over there in your oh, first yeah. round. I, I don't know. How do you overcome that in U.S. Open qualifier? Yeah, I mean, that's just one of those things where, you know, just just a bad shot. I mean, it's going to happen. Um, and that was kind of the first challenge I faced uh, in the day and 
just had to get out of it and give myself a par chance. And unfortunately on that hole, I wasn't able to convert the par. But um, after that, it's just, again, it's just keeping the same mindset, not letting it get to you. I mean, everyone's going to make bogeys. It's just um, really who makes the least amount of bogeys in a, on a 36-hole day like this is going to come through. And lastly, what does it mean to get through to your first U.S. Open? It's awesome. I mean, <laughs> obviously I've tried a couple times. And to have it be done today with Stephen, my my old coach on the bag and my dad being here it's special I mean to see uh my teammate Michael also make it through and Barkley my other teammates also looking pretty good so it's just awesome to be going to LA to play in the U.S. Open I mean obviously it's my first and I don't really know what to expect so I'm looking forward to the experience. Carl Phillips already had a great experience a lot coming up ahead for the U.S. Open. All right my thanks to Carl Phillips there let's get next to Michael Brennan who had gone to the U.S. Open in 2021 all the way across country. He was an alternate, didn't end up getting in, but he ran into Brooks Kepka, some of the big names uh, while he was out there and got to taste it, right? But at the end of the day, didn't end up getting his name called. So anyway, here is Michael Brennan on Beyond the Clubhouse. All right, Garrett Johnson here with Michael Brennan. You finally get through into a U.S. Open puncher ticket. Your fifth try here at Woodmont in Maryland. What does it feel like, man? It's unbelievable. I mean... I'm still on a high right now. I feel like I could go run a marathon or something, but um, it, it feels amazing. Um, I'm so excited. I can't wait to uh, get out there and see what the course is like. But um, I was close a couple of years ago, and I got to go out to Torrey and, you know, mess around, play practice rounds. But it was um, – Your brother Sean was out there yeah, looping for me. you. Oh, we had an unbelievable week. Um, but didn't have a tee time on Thursday, didn't get in. Um, so that was a little frustrating to kind of wait around on Thursday. That was a – a long long day um, but I'm glad that that this year I'm not gonna have to do that and I I've got a time I mean think about it. I mean I think you guys ran across guys like Brooks Kepka and you play with Patrick Rogers and like there were a lot of people oh, yeah. that you it must have tasted pretty real at that point so like how does this feel now in the moment it feels unbelievable um, it was I think a great experience to go out there and not even play because I was that was my first time being around guys like that and I was a little starstruck, a little in awe. I'd spend time on the range, and I would kind of look at the, watch the guys next to me rather than focus on myself. Um, but I've done it a few times now since then, so I think I'll be much better prepared to, to kind of lock in and focus on what I'm trying to do. And speaking of what you're trying to do, you played so well. You, you birdie three of the last four mm -hmm. to shoot six under in your second round, second 18, to, to get into a playoff, a four for two playoff. What do you? What is that resilience? What do you? What does that speak to? not sure um i i don't know i'm so i'm so grateful um to be able to to do that and turn it around um thank the lord to be able to to play this game and he's given me an opportunity and i um was lucky enough to to start hitting some better shots because i was really struggling in the first round hitting the ball i honestly kind of scrambled all right to shoot 74 um as crazy as it sounds but um, came out firing. I knew I was going to need to make birdies, um, so that was a little relieving and kind of knowing the fact that bogeys just weren't an option, and I was able to make a lot of nice putts uh, coming in, so that was uh, that was nice. Yeah, and you punch your ticket, and now i got to ask you, going to L.A. Country Club, have you ever played it, and, and what are you looking forward to most about a U.S. Open that you're in? So I've actually played it twice within the last three months. Um, we played We had two tournaments out in L.A. for Wake, and... Um, before the tournaments, we got some great donors, great connections, great coaches, and uh, we played the North Course twice. So it's not going to be my first time seeing the golf course. 
Do you feel like in, in some sense that there won't be the starstruck side because you kind of got some of it out of you in 2021? Or yeah, what absolutely. Um, out in Torrey, helped a lot, and then I played in the Genesis that same later that year or maybe the start of 2022. But anyways, I um, kind of got, again, that same sort of um, feel and being out with the guys. Um, so I think I'll be, be ready. Great stuff. Well, Michael Brennan punches his ticket, gets through to his first U.S. Open here, not too far from home. All right, fun chat with Michael Brennan. A big time deal that he got into his first U.S. Open. As you can hear there, he's excited. He's grateful to get this opportunity. And now let's finish up with Sebastian Munoz, who's a part of Live Golf, and his wife, Daniela, expecting a child the week of the U.S. Open. How is he going to balance all that? Let's get it to Sebastian Munoz, who got through to his fifth U.S. Open on the Monday before golf's longest day. Sebastian Munoz here, and he's gone now to his fifth U.S. Open. You punch your ticket here at Woodmont. What did it feel like out there? Great. You know, it's always great to come here to Woodmont. Uh, it's the third time I'm trying to qualify. Uh, second time I'm successful. And just it's just good. I know it's a great course. I love the weather. The course is pure. It's just, it's, it's a great course. So how do you keep your mentality together? I know you were in a playoff there, four for two, and you were able to get through in that playoff. How do you stay composed when it matters most? Well, I try to do a lot of breathing, you know, like try to stay in the present. Uh, I was I was here practicing before the playoff and, you know, I was a little pissed at myself because I shot two over. I could have easily saved a couple shots, but it's not time to dwell in the past. So basically just hit a couple good swings, try to stay in the moment as much as I could and just trying to visualize my shots and that's what happened. U.S. Open is going to be in L.A. next week. You're also, I hear, expecting yeah. a kid next yeah. week. Tell us yeah. a little more about that. Yes, she's uh, due for Monday of the U.S. Open. Uh, who knows when she'll come? Uh, hopefully before that. Hopefully, I don't know. Whenever, whenever it's going to come, it's going to be great. So, yeah, I have that in the middle. Hopefully it doesn't interrupt the tournament. But if it does, I'll be happy to be at that. So, no issue there. So, you're just going to play that by ear if you get the call, then it was decide in the going. moment? Or what are you thinking? No, yeah, I'm, I'm leaving unless I'm winning on Sunday. But, but yeah, if it's not that, I'll leave it. I'm leaving. I'm going going to see my baby. And how many kids will this be for you now? My first. Very first. Yeah. Major congrats, man. Thank you. I mean, Appreciate it. Can, can a week get any better than what you have looking forward to in L.A. next week? No, no, it can't. <laughs> <laughs> Great stuff. Well, and lastly, um, L.A. Country Club. Any insight in that? Have you ever played it? Never been there. So uh, I heard it's great, but that's about it. Play, Playboy House is there as well. I heard that. <laughs> you remember uh, some of those milestones, I guess, right? Yeah, those are the highlights so far. Sebastian Munoz gets through again to another U.S. Open. All right, there's Sebastian Munoz there. What is that dynamic going to be like? What if he is leading on Sunday the U.S. Open? What will we tell Daniela, his wife, uh, if she still hasn't had the baby yet? So we'll see. Anyway, hope you guys enjoy this week's U.S. Open. Give you four names to keep an eye on and, and root for the rest of the way. And we'll catch up soon here on Beyond the Clubhouse.